Today we are singing one of the earliest hymns from the time of the Lutheran Reformation, written by Martin Luther himself 500 years ago this year. It clearly speaks God's law and gospel. It focuses our hope and our certainty of salvation on Christ as our Savior. The opening stanza takes ideas and thoughts from the Psalms and from the New Testament. God delivers us by his strong right arm, a phrase from the Old Testament. He does wonders and miracles for our salvation even greater than the miracles he used to bring Israel out of slavery in Egypt. These are the wonders that the Christian church proclaims from the first Pentecost onward. On that first Pentecost day 2,000 years ago, those who heard the apostles preaching in many languages said, we hear them speak the in our tongues, the wonderful works of God. As the hymn says, proclaim the wonders God hath done. We sing stanzas two and three. If anyone knew torment of conscience, it was Martin Luther. You hear his anguish in these stanzas. Young Martin Luther was so afraid of God that he tried to earn God's favor by becoming a monk through good works, prayers, and fasting, starving himself. His conscience still plagued him with his sinful thoughts and words and deeds. He spent hours confessing his sins. But the scriptures were open to him when he began to read the Psalms and the book of Romans and all of scripture with this understanding that the righteousness of God is not something he demands of us, but something he gives to us through faith in Christ. As Paul says in Romans, therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith apart from the deeds of the law. We sing stanzas four, five, and six.
These stanzas give us, give us an imagined conversation within the Holy Trinity. Because the work of our salvation is not just the work of Christ, but of all three persons of the Holy Trinity. The Father sends his Son, the Son becomes incarnate, becomes man, and dies in our place. And the Spirit proclaims this truth through word and sacraments, bringing faith and, to, and salvation to all who believe. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. The hymn continues with a conversation from Christ to us as believers. We sing stanzas seven and eight. Luther wrote this hymn in 1523, and in that same year he wrote another hymn about two young men who were martyred in the Netherlands for their Lutheran faith. They were burned at the stake. They held to Christ and not to the corrupt church of the day. They held to salvation through faith and not through works and indulgences and the power of the Pope. For this, and for opposing the power of the church, they were put to death. Their faith and, faith and salvation were more important to them than their earthly life. Christians at times must indeed take up your cross and follow Christ. As they were atop the wood, waiting for the flames to consume them, what did they do? They prayed and they sang hymns. A few weeks ago, the pastors of our synod gathered at a conference, and we heard a presentation on this event with this description. They joined in praying the creed, in singing psalms and hymns, and as the flames devoured and dissolved the raw wood under their feet, they sang, Te Deum Laudamus, we praise thee, O God, we acknowledge you to be the Lord. Following this, they called out, Lord, Lord, O Son of David, have mercy on us for as long as they had air. We pray that none of us will have to face that, but that God will give us strength if we do. Turn briefly to hymn 556. 
This is a short excerpt, two stanzas from that hymn of Luther commemorating these two first Lutheran martyrs, Jan and Hendrik. You see how the hymn speaks of their ashes being scattered and testifying of their faith in Christ. And it builds on the old Latin saying, the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. The first stanza ends, and from that scattered dust around us and abroad shall spring a plenteous seed of witnesses for God. And the second stanza talks about how their martyrdom and all the saints who have gone before us, the end of the stanza, still, still, though dead, they speak and trumpet-tongued proclaim to many awakening land the one availing name, the name of Christ. The truth of the gospel gives us courage to be witnesses for the truth. The word martyr in Greek is really the word witness. The truth of salvation by grace through faith alone in Christ is worth dying for. It gives us hope and joy that lasts beyond this lifetime. And for that reason, we sing our praises to God, as these two men did, even as the flames were surrounding them. These are the wondrous works of God that we treasure, what we proclaim, what we cling to when we face trials and struggles, when we face death, when we face eternal death. We trust that Christ is our Savior and Deliverer through his death on the cross. But because it is Christ who rescues and delivers us, our salvation is sure and certain and complete. And for that salvation, we give our eternal thanks to God, in his hymn, A Mighty Fortress, Luther reminds us that Christ is the valiant one who fights for us, who holds the field forever, so that the kingdom ours remaineth. May the Lord grant us uh, a steadfast faith and salvation through Christ our Lord. Turn back to 378 and let's sing, stand and sing stanzas 9 and 10. grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with us all. Amen.